Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. designed to help you fall asleep. Find us on snoozecast.com and follow us on Instagram at snoozecast to find behind-the-scenes content. If you enjoy our show, please write a review on the Apple Podcasts app. Please know that we read and appreciate every single one. If you would like to get an email once a week with upcoming sleep stories and other news, subscribe to the snoozeletter at snoozecast.com. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters and by Pitch Pines and Windmills. Tonight, we'll read a selection from Cape Cod by Henry David Thoreau, published in 1908. Thoreau was an American naturalist, essayist, poet, and philosopher. A leading transcendentalist, he is best known for Walden, a reflection upon simple living in natural surroundings, and his essay, Civil Disobedience, an argument for disobedience to an unjust state. Thoreau traveled to Cape Cod in Massachusetts four times, which inspired this excursion or travel book. If you would like to hear more Thoreau on Snoozecast, check out The Wild from March of 2021, along with Walden, parts one and two which both aired in 2019. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes.
relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. After spending the night in Bridgewater, and picking up a few arrowheads there in the morning, we took the cars for Sandwich, where we arrived before noon. This was the terminus of the Cape Cod Railroad, though it is but the beginning of the Cape. As it rained hard, with driving mists, and there was no sign of its holding up, we here took that almost obsolete conveyance, the stage, for as far as it went that day, as we told the driver. We had forgotten how far a stage could go in a day, but we were told that the Cape roads were very heavy, though they added that, being of sand, the rain would improve them. This coach was an exceedingly narrow one, but as there was a slight spherical excess over two on a seat, the driver waited till nine passengers had got in without taking the measure of any of them, and then shut the door after two or three ineffectual slams, as if the fault were all in the hinges or the latch while we timed our inspirations and expirations so as to assist him. We were now fairly on the Cape, which extends from Sandwich eastward 35 miles, and thence north and northwest 30 more, in all 65, and has an average breadth of about 5 miles. In the interior, it rises to the height of 200 and sometimes perhaps 300 feet above the level of the sea. It is composed almost entirely of sand, even to the depth of 300 feet in some places. For the first half of the Cape, large blocks of stone are found, here and there, mixed with the sand. But, for the last 30 miles, boulders, or even gravel, are rarely met with. There are conjectures that the ocean has, in course of time, eaten out Boston Harbor and other bays in the mainland, and that the minute fragments have been deposited by the currents at a distance from the shore and formed this sandbank. Above the sand, if the surface is subjected to agricultural tests, there is found to be a thin layer of soil gradually diminishing from Barnstable to Truro.